What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at Bow, BWL Sports. Bow. Will, the Go Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb, our producer and our guy, Joey. Rock with us per usual. Um, Bulls fall to the Spurs 129-124. I am angry. Um, Big Dave, Will, one of you guys talk while I collect myself. Uh, hello, Will. It's one of them games where you got to crack a frosty coat when... Uh. Got to crack a frosty cold one, man, on that. Murder your thirst. <sighs> frosty cold water. Oh, that's right. I'm drinking on air. I'm out of my mind right now. Liquid death. This is water, kids. Uh, yeah, tough loss. Uh, it was one of those games where I think in my head I, I couldn't wait to come on here and talk about a Bulls victory. I was ready to come on here and discuss everything that went right for the Chicago Bulls because a whole lot of things went right. But then the fourth quarter came. Uh, San Antonio did what we talked about in, in the postgame. Uh, number one in, in assists. I think they have 37 as a team tonight. Uh, averaging 30, have about 37 assists tonight. On 46 mid shots. Yes, they yes. Did not, they did not have an assist on only nine of their baskets. Insane. Insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, the, fouls, the foul calls definitely helped them as well. Uh, they spent a lot of time in the free throw line. Even though the Bulls got off to the to the three fouls on the Spurs to start the fourth quarter, uh, that definitely shifted as the fourth quarter went on. And Spurs definitely spent more time there. Keldon Johnson, big up to him. He had a great game also. He spent a lot of time at the line. But the three-point shooting is kind of where it was, though, Will. That's kind of where it went. Um, the Bulls were bad, and San Antonio was good. They started 5-6, another one of those examples of – the Bulls opponent just getting off to an incredibly hot start from three. We've seen it almost every game so far. And, you know, the more I watch this, the more it's just frustrating defensively. Like, you don't think that teams are going to continue to shoot like this, and they won't. I think, like, league average on threes around the league right now is way higher than it is usually. Yeah. Um, and there's probably a, a variety of different reasons why that could be the case. But some of these defensive rotations are really bad. The lack of communication – Lack of execution. Um, it's just, it's stuff that the Bulls need to do better. We talk a lot about the margin for error. And when you are shooting 27 threes compared to 38, and like, forget the makes there for just a second. Like, mm. it's going to be really hard to stay in these games. The Bulls lost this, by, this game by only five. But, I mean, they got just destroyed on the threes. And if that goes, you know, one more Bulls make and one more Spurs miss, the Bulls win. Yeah, so, they got outscored behind the three-point line by 21. It's just, it's just tough to win that way. And yeah. sometimes you rely on the free throws to keep you in games. Well, the Spurs had the same amount of makes and, and free throw attempts as the Bulls. Uh, sometimes it's the, you know, the rebounding that keeps you in games. Well, the Spurs match the Bulls in rebounds. So just overall, they didn't really do anything to separate themselves, and there is one area where they really got killed. And that's three point line. Keldon Johnson, six for twelve. I mean, how do you how do you let that happen? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As uh, Lou in the comments said, so sick of the slow starts out of the gate. Defend the damn three point line. Um, but it was so weird because these teams are 
getting even with even when the Bulls are contesting those threes, I mean they're just draining them early on. You know, starting from from the Miami game, like early on, these teams are just hot. That Boston game, I mean, just hot. Guys are just coming out Cavs on fire. The Cavs game, yeah, like they just starting out so hot uh, against the Bulls, and yeah, the Bulls spend their time fighting uphill. Usually that second unit is what gets them back into the game. Uh, but sometimes they, they finish they it, sometimes they haven't, you know. And in this one, they didn't. Well, th- I thought the second unit came in and played well. Uh, we, we'll get into it, but, like, Dragic and Drummond really, really yeah. outperformed, uh, you know, Ayo or Caruso or whoever you want to qualify as the point guard and Pooch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's the frustrating piece here is, like, okay, yes, they go down early. Yes, the three-point thing is happening. Yeah. But the Bulls have been able to either dig themselves out of that hole or mm-hmm. against the Celtics, dig it out and then just blow right. the other team out of the water. Right, they right. Were, they got out of it, and then they still just kept on sliding back. You know, they would go up, and then they would lose their lead. And yeah. it just – yeah, it was just you like just, a, You just wonder what Billy and his guys can do differently to eliminate that part. Where they find themselves in a double-digit hole yeah. in, the, in the opening six minutes. Yeah. Because that trend is not a good one. No, not at all. And it's the three-point shooting. And it's, they find themselves in a hole strictly because of that. Not because guys are getting to the basket. Not because they're getting to the free-throw line. But because they're lights out from the three-point arc, man. And it's really, really uh, hurting the Bulls. Like I said, in some games they fight back and they come back and they get the victory. But that is not a recipe for winning sustainably over 82 games. And I'm just looking at the numbers real quick. I don't believe that tonight's game has been updated in here. So prior to today's game, opponents are shooting a league second best against the Bulls from above the break on threes, 44.4% on above the break threes. So, I mean, some of that is just going to come down. Some of it is like you got to be better rotationally. Yeah, and also – I did see uh, people in the comments talking about this because I thought about this when I was watching, but I did not like those rotations Billy Donovan was running out there in the fourth quarter. Dude, at the end. I was not a fan. And, and like, no disrespect to your boy Kobe White, who Mm -hmm. had a big night tonight, and you called him having a big night tonight after a couple of dud games. Like that, Joey? When he took Dragic out and put Kobe in with, like, five minutes left in the fourth, Mm -hmm. I did not like that at all. Yeah. I was like, Dragic, and I, you know, uh, whatever it's called, you know, hindsight 2020. Dragic threw that very questionable lob attempt on a crucial late fourth quarter possession yeah. that did not work out for the Bulls, and that drove me crazy. But before that happening, I would have, you know, stuck with Goran as opposed to Kobe. And, like, he made a lot of sw- – like, he kept switching guys in and out, in and out, in and yeah, out. And before just, like, me. the final minute where you're doing offense, defense kind right, of subs. Right. Well, he was even, moving guys all over the place. Even on that final – maybe it wasn't the final possession, but the Spurs were inbounding the ball. I believe the Bulls were down, like, 121, 127 at that point. And Kobe's on there defending the, the inbounder. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what? Even, even on that, he had moments where he took DeMar out in the fourth quarter. And right. just had a crazy lineup in. I remember saying to you, Matt, like, wait, what is lineup is this? It was right. like Javante, uh, Caruso, uh, yeah. Dragic. It was, it was just a you weird like, lineup in the fourth. You had like Javante trying to drive to the hole yeah. to yeah. get key buckets right. late in the fourth quarter. Like, and it's like, Javante, we love you, but what <laughs> but are we doing here? Never. That is never the move. And I, I couldn't understand why he was in there like that. And, yeah, like it was just really weird on the decision-making with the lineups uh, in this game for Billy. That I just – I couldn't place my finger on it. It did feel like he was just 
searching for something that would work. Um, you know, you have sort of the pillars of the starting and the bench unit with, you know, Vooch and Damar in this game uh, mm-hmm. with the starters and then obviously Dragic and Drummond with the bench. And, like, how mm-hmm. do you fit the pieces around when you're missing Zach and Io goes down and Drummond is hurt and mm-hmm. all these things just start happening. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just – it felt like a very disorganized game in a lot of different ways. And maybe the, the rotations are sort of – It just seemed like their, their offense couldn't get into any kind of sync in the final, you know, six minutes of the fourth because yeah. – Guys kept checking in and checking out. Yeah. Even a couple of times, once DeMar did check back in for the final stretch, he tried to get his spots. His rhythm was out of sync. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, he had that one on the left elbow where you're thinking, all right, is this going to be a tough contested, you know, DeMar pull up? Is this going to be him drawing a foul? And he kicks it out to a corner Vooch three. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, Vooch is having a rough night. I even, look. We'll, you know, heap more praise on Andre Drummond later. He had a ridiculous night tonight. Oh, yeah, he's going to get his love. That was another decision I questioned from Billy. In that fourth quarter, right around the same time when he put Kobe in for, for Dragic, he put Vooch back in for Drummond. And I'm, who knows? Maybe Drummond was gassed, and he had a right to be gassed. Mm. But Vooch had an off night. He did. And Drummond was making things happen. He and did. I, like, DeMar kicking that out for a corner Vooch three on a night when Vooch has basically been missing layups and doing nothing. There's so many decisions offensively in that final six mm. minutes that drove me freaking crazy. Well, even that one where he kicked it out to Javante in the corner. For oh, three. my God. Right. Because that's what <laughs> was, we need late was, in games. It was kind of Javante threes. So, yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, it was it was just really weird. But they couldn't stop the Spurs either. Um, they could not stop them. The Spurs were getting anything they wanted when they were getting in the half court, when they were getting in the transition. They kind of were getting anything they, they wanted. Uh, along with the foul calls <laughs> that they were getting also. So, yeah, it was tough. It, it was tough to watch. I'm really glad you brought that up because 124 points is more than enough to win a basketball sure, game. Sure, agree. You cannot give up 129 points to a team that's missing their first or second best player. Yes. Um, a lot of these points coming on threes, a lot of them coming in transition on easy layups, backdoor cuts. I mean, it just it, it seemed like the simple stuff – um, I think the assist number really speaks to that. They're just getting easy shots. Um, yeah, yeah, seven and, and people, seven players in double figures. I mean, Keldon Johnson, eight of nine from the field. Jakob Pertl, ten of twelve. <sighs> Zach Collins, seven of nine. Zach Collins, dude, come Blake on. Blake Wesley, I think probably his first NBA game is four of six. It was yes. Uh, double Jeremy digits. Sohan played really well. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like everything kind of went right for the for the Spurs. They did, and the Bulls just like couldn't keep up. And a few bounces went their way. Yeah, and this is again one of those situations where the margin for error feels really, really apparent. Yeah, um, you know, it, unless Vooch is playing at his best, and you're getting, you know, eighteen, nineteen points from Io instead of twelve or ten or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, it just feels like all of a sudden these games are really tough to overcome. And yes, they got a great Drummond game. Kobe finally had sort of a breakout, but he did. yeah, I mean, you you have to be you, you have to be more complete. Got to be more complete. Yeah. You, you got to get the work done on the boards. Mm. And, like, oh, credit yeah. to the Bulls who had 15 offensive rebounds of their own tonight. The Bulls had, like, 20, what, 22, 24 second-chance points tonight. That's huge. Mm. But And, you know, seven of those 15 offensive boards came from Drummond alone. But only 27 defensive rebounds. Mm. And there were a couple of possessions consecutively, as I recall, middle of the fourth quarter. Remember when the game was, like, Bulls are up two, Bulls are up four. Then the Spurs... Score, it's back to a two-point lead. Bull score, back to a four-point lead. Spurs mm-hmm. score, back to a two-point lead. Yeah. Right around there, 
the Bulls failed on two or three consecutive possessions mm-hmm. to secure a defensive rebound. Yes. And on one of them, it was even not just a second-chance opportunity that it gave the Spurs, but a third-chance opportunity yeah. when they could not corral the damn rebound. Yeah. And that shit drives me crazy when you have a chance to steal a win on the road, especially on a night when you're giving Zach the night off. Yeah. And look, I, no disrespect to the Spurs, and they're a good team. And I, I know people in the comments I've seen saying, like, so the Bulls are just losing to bad teams and beating the good teams so far this year. The Spurs are a decent team. They're not a bad team. But what I decided and, and learned watching 48 minutes of Bulls-Spurs just now, the Bulls are a better team mm-hmm. than the Spurs. Correct. They are a better team. And they blew a chance to win a winnable game on the road against a team that they are better than. And it's sloppy offensive execution, bad shot selection, and not doing your damn work on the glass mm-hmm. in the final critical minutes of a game that costs you that. Mm-hmm. That is why I'm freaking pissed off tonight. Yeah, and speaking of that work on the glass, I mean, you, you touched on Vooch. Uh, worst game he's had all year. Absolutely horrible game he had. Like uh, nine and five. So many layups Ugh. that he missed uh, starting the game and continuing on and on and on. Four of 13 shooting, one of five from three. Uh, every time he took a three, well, Matt was like, why don't you step up a little bit more on that three-pointer and it won't hit the front of the rim. His range is toes on the three-point line. Yeah. Not a half a step behind it. And he wouldn't and he wouldn't step up. He would continue to be a little bit further back and miss those. But it was the bunnies that he was missing that was driving me crazy. And it was like, dude, like how he, those layups, because they, they were right there, those easy kind of buckets. He just couldn't hit them uh, tonight. But even – and this is where we were uh, lauding and giving Vooch praise, it, 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 at least for me, when, he, when something wasn't going right, I was like, he would just work on the other thing. That would work. If scoring wasn't working, then he'd work on the rebounding. Rebounding's not working, then I'd work on the defense. You know, he would do something. None of those things worked out uh, tonight for him. All of them were, weren't good, um, but the rebounding is more glaring because that's what he does. He's a rebounder. He's going to get you 10 in his sleep. But, man, he must have had his nose those no nose going on tonight, man, because <laughs> he, he was wide awake and just missing everything. He could not secure a rebound. And Zach Collins had even plays where I, he, I thought he was a little bit more physical than him. And – Vooch last year struggled against Jakub Pertl. He did. Uh, he, he, he struggled against him then, man. So I'm not going to take anything away from Jakub, but Vooch is still not 9-5 and five against Jakub Pertl. He should be a little bit better than that. And I think part of this is just like you don't play at your absolute peak every game. That's just sure, over the course sure. of 82 games, you're not going to bring it every night. True. And so th- that's like allowed. I, I don't really have a problem with Vooch having a bad game here or there. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like the fact that it came on a night where Zach wasn't in the lineup, where mm-hmm. uh, Caruso was one for five and had three points, where Javante wasn't giving you six million, you know, just everything. <laughs> Energy where, votes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just it wasn't like a night where they could really compensate for that. And again, I think the bigger issue here is like is the defense. I mean, mm. it's just it's very difficult to win games when you're when you're allowing sixteen made threes. Yeah, and I'm screaming that the whole time. Well, you can't, but I, I'm screaming. Oh, I can hear you. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Joey and Matt definitely get here. I was like, I, all I kept saying was, don't give up the three. Don't give up the three. I, that's all I didn't want them to give up. And they were just giving it up. We know the Spurs are a talented passing team. They keep that ball movement. And we yeah. know that this Bulls defense is susceptible to bad rotations. Yes. And yes. They, they cooked them. They cooked them on it. it. Yeah, they did. Um, man, you know, so Big Dave is a Vooch believer. We are all Vooch believers. Some yeah. of y'all in the comments got me laughing. Um, 
Is he the worst now? Uh, Matt Lennon <laughs> said, man, I'm tired. I'm selling my Vooch stock. Oh, there it is. All right. Well, this, this game, tonight's game, is you officially selling your Vooch stock? All right. Cool. What did he have the other night? Fucking 18 and 23? <laughs> Colin, man, I thought Vooch was going to be the cookie monster this game. He was just a cookie. Got eaten up. He did. Um, shout out to Tyrone in the comments uh, who said, uh, wait, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, yeah. This is why I stopped watching you guys. This guy gets too crazy by a loss. Just too extra. Look, man, Tyrone, I've never apologized for being an emotionally reactive Bulls fan. It's who I am at heart. Oh, sorry. (laughs) This guy, Will, needs to calm down. Yeah, Will. Look, I know it's October. (laughs) I know this was only the sixth game of the season. I am fully aware of all the context. I am an emotional Bulls fan and a reactionary Bulls fan, and I am pissed off tonight because that is a game they should have won. In spite of everything that they were dealing with, no Zach, Io leaving the game, then coming back, Drummond getting beat up, not getting a lot of the calls their way. It was a winnable game on the road. And when you lose winnable games on the road especially, it makes me mad. Yeah. That's why I'm ranting and mad right now. Winnable games on the road is is a key point here. It's also... Just like winnable games against teams that are worse than you, as we've touched yes. on. The Bulls last year were as good as they were because they beat up on the every single team that yeah. was in their general vicinity and worse. Right. Obviously, we know what happened against the top four teams. They were one in 14. You can win 46 games and lose 14 out of 15 against top teams if you beat up on all the worst teams. Right. This year, they've lost to the Wizards, who I think they're better than. They've lost to the Spurs now, who I think they're better than. They got just destroyed by the Cavs, and mm. that's fine. That's going to happen. Cavs are really good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you also can't rely on beating the Heat and the Celtics every single game. So, at some point, these have to turn around. And when you have these, oh, it's a second, it's a first night of a back-to-back against a weaker Western Conference team, and it's on the road, and maybe we'll, we'll hold Zach out this game. And, again, I'm not, like, criticizing Zach. He does need to take care of his knees here. But, like, you can't treat these games like you're just going to win them because yeah. it feels like that's what's happened now in two out of these three losses. Yeah, yeah, it does feel that way, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just sucks. And shout out, shout out, holding the bag recordings also who called Patrick Williams. He did score ten those double tonight. digits again. Double tonight. digit games for Pat. Shout two out. games in a row. You did it, man. You did Yo, it. Yo, hey, holding that bag recordings. You and me. Once I get rid of this cold, let's go to Vegas. How about it? <laughs> well, let's let's talk about Pat here for a second. What yes. do you guys think about his game? Because to uh, me. He looked a lot more aggressive in general, mm-hmm. even though like necessarily the, the scoring wasn't quite there. Mm-hmm. We can continue that conversation about Pat after these words from our sponsors. Well, all right, let's hear it. And while we are reading these <laughs> let's ads, hear let's hear do it. us a favor and hit that thumbs up button if you're hanging out with us live in that YouTube chat. We'll get to more of your comments as we roll on through post game. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to CHGO Sports YouTube <laughs> channel if you aren't already. Green Ridge Farms. Mm. It's a Chicago local meat and cheese company <laughs> offering you a better all-natural <laughs> option. Makers of all-natural deli meat sausages and their famous delicious meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating. Join us for our Bears-Dolphins tailgate a week from Sunday, November, November 6th. 6th. Tickets available on our website, allchshow.com. Check it out. Be there. <laughs> also perfect for happy hour and school lunches. Mm-hmm. After a hard workout, great post-workout snack. Oh, your favorite. That's my favorite <laughs> oh, kind yes. of snack. It's a Yo, post-workout snack. Yes. You know me. Oh, Always man. at the gym. Oh, Always at the gym, Dave. Uh, these all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight 
hours, and they come packed with 16 grams of protein. That's a lot of protein, man. Growing boys need their protein. They need it. Growing everybody's need their protein. Facts. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. If you haven't tried these Green Ridge Farm products yet, you're seriously missing out. They're delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making, and being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. Yeah. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco or Sam's Club, plus all of your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Yeah. And right now, when our CHGO listeners and viewers put a total of three or more meat and cheese products from GreenRidgeFarm.com into that shopping cart on their website and include a pack of meat sticks in your order, those meat sticks will be free. Mm. Zero dollars, F-R-E-E, free meat free sticks. sticks of Just meat. for ordering three delicious meat and cheese products from them, and you want to do that anyway. Yeah. You're getting free meat, people. Mm. Only by using co- uh, promo code CHGO at checkout. Once again, that's GreenRidgeFarm.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Promo code CHGO. Get some meat up in your life. Mm. I'm a little shocked at everyone here that no one had any kind of reaction to Matt over here hitting a high note before he went into this commercial right here. Nobody, nothing, Joey, not even you. No, nothing. I, I heard it. All right. All right. It wasn't a high note. No, that was, was the little just, Richard this yeah. up there, man. I was, nobody, so everybody just, just went on about their day. Yell. I'm just a little shocked Bulls everybody Nation, just went on about their day. Bulls Nation is curious about Pack's emotional well-being right now. <laughs> I'm sure you have something prepared. Sir, a certain it's segment. Al- it's always dicey. Yeah, I'm sure Joey has something prepared, <laughs> it's <always> man. It's dicey. <laughs> and speaking of prepared, Joey, what time is it? Game time! Who? <sighs> the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. It is game time. Hoot. Ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you never thought you could? The 50-yard line courtside, buying on plate, floor seats at a concert. Well, it's all possible with the Game Time app. The last-minute biggest price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never afford. You won't find better deals this season on Bulls tickets. You won't find them. Mm-mm. Get you some tomorrow for that Philly game, that back-to-back. You can be there if you just go ahead to Game Time and save you some money. Because just like CHGO, it is created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. So, if you love CAGO, like I know you do, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by doing two things, actually three things. One, compliment Will on that perfectly coiffed hair. Two, go ahead and hit that like, that thumbs up, hit that right there. (laughs) Three, yo, yes, buy your tickets through that link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app to score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because the Millennium, what time is it, sir? Game Time. Ooh, from the chest right there. All right, I like it. It's more of a cough almost. (laughs) (laughs) Got to walk that off after he did that. We, have we all gotten taken down? <laughs> Will, when now Will's coming? It's coming for me. Uh, the uh, the people are asking for the peg anger meter. Um, 
It's more of the peck apathy meter right now, it feels like. <laughs> no, it just feels like that because I'm sick and yeah, like my you, energy's you at 50. You didn't see what was going on. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> you didn't see When it. things were falling apart it, in that fourth quarter, Will, I was oh, having Will. a time. I heard it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like oh, delirious, Will. so like I was trying to throw my hat, but I couldn't even grab it off of my head properly. I like false started a hat throw three times before I successfully grabbed it and threw it off my it head. Was it was very upsetting. <laughs> my God. Oh, man. And, and Dave was just sitting there just laughing his ass off. Was so, oh while my I was God. just failing and miserable. He was so bad. He was so bad. I couldn't figure out if he was the game or the hat that he was just more bad at. But the anger, man, was swirling about. It was a hurricane of just anger and rage. What is the meter? I'm curious now because he was angry. You had to see it. You had to be there, man. You had to see it, dog. My God, I know you heard it. It's I know you heard it. It's a very least. It's a different kind of anger. We're not green veins popping out of your forehead right now. It doesn't seem like. Maybe oh, I'm wrong. You, Maybe you, I'm wrong. You, from what I saw, man, I don't know, bro. Okay. All right, <laughs> Joey. What, what did I you guess, think? Uh, I guess the anger meters. Uh, you you saw it, Joey. You saw it. What, what did you think of the anger tonight from Peck? It was. I've seen worse. You've seen worse. Seen worse. It's oh, October. Oh, I mean, was I was I was October you angry. Yourself. It was a disappointing game. I don't blame I him was, for being. I was, yeah, I was pissed. I was for real pissed. No, he was for real pissed. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that brow. First brow. Is it, is it Hulk or a dinosaur? That was Hulk. That You're right. I did make a change to the he brow. He did change the brow. Ooh. And I, yes. I have. Uh, I'm observing. I was like looking that. at Peck's um, sound effects that he sent me, so I thought this was uh, okay. filling. Here. Wow, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> Here we go. I love that line from oh, Joe. Wrong thing there. Oh, oh, and and the hat throw counter. Oh, oh, right. nope, nope. That's wrong. That was that was other meat. There we go. There okay. it is. Okay, that's about right. I am so confused. Still is getting, that a meat <laughs> meat meal? Still, what is that? Still getting into mid season form. Still here. getting into mid season form. Seven fifty. Yeah, I did. I did tell Joey my anger meter was a seven point five. He did say that this tonight, and I felt like it was that. It was. I was. I was. Which bad. I feel like he for this pissed. point in the season is pretty high. Right. No, it's pretty normal. If if that if that game were like in, you know, late March, early April, playoff seating on the line, hole in the wall, eleven. Yeah. Um. And see, and that like real quick before we move on, I do want to talk about Pat. That is the other reason why tonight is frustrating. You talked about just like beating teams you should beat in general, will whether they be home games or away games. These kinds of L's that you shouldn't have to take, that you should not take, are the ones when the Bulls are seventh. In the East, yeah. I'm not saying they will be. I'm saying it's certainly a possibility. Right. Trying to avoid the playing tournament, and you think back to earlier in the season, yeah. those wins that were there for you, for the taking, on the yeah. table, and you let them slip away. Yeah. These, these L's are, are what's going to have me stressing out about the Bulls' playoff seeding freaking five months from now, yeah. and I don't appreciate that, future me and future Bulls. <laughs> it's true. And then knowing who you have to play tomorrow. Knowing who you're going up against. Sixers, who apparently just got their shit together tonight. Yeah. Whooped up on Toronto while giving Embiid the night off. 44 for Maxi, man. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So, yeah, like that that's going to make it worse because that's a team you haven't beaten with Joel Embiid. So, that's why this win was kind of important for the Chicago Bulls to have, man. Of course, you want to win every single game, but especially in a back-to-back like this, you want to come away with one. And you had a chance to get that one before going against a team like this in Philly that you also struggle against. But, yeah, just, it didn't happen, and now you just made it a little harder on yourself to go up and get that victory uh, against Philly. Not yeah. saying it's impossible, just right. saying we haven't seen it done with Embiid on Philly before. Um, 
People in the comments, Aiden and Ryan, or Aiden and LT, rather, uh, wondering about Pat not being in the game late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aiden saying Patrick should have been uh, playing in the final minutes. Yeah. LT87 saying, why didn't Pat get back into the game? Uh, I, I think the only game this season so far where you can say that and people won't look at you like you're crazy. It's true. But Pat put his stamp on this game tonight in a, f a variety of ways. He was playing spirited defense. Yeah. He was doing his best hustling around screens, getting steals, and scoring in a variety of ways. He was. And he was doing so like in a way that we're like, yeah, we, we, remember Pat's rookie year? <laughs> We've seen you do all these things before. Yeah. And, you know, may, meanwhile, I know, you know, Dave, you've been thinking about it, watching Larry Market in with Utah right now. It's like, <sighs> don't do us. Don't do this to us again. <laughs> don't show us what you got. And then stuff it all in the closet for no fucking reason. <laughs> but Pat showed us the things in his closet tonight. Yeah, he he so he he let us play with Not some like creepy way. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy way. But yeah, he he did a really great job tonight. I'm I'm sure Will heard me yelling about it. Uh, but he he was awesome in my head. But because I'm judging him on a different kind of scale uh, right now. I'm on a pulse scale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, can you show me some signs of life that you can play basketball and that you? Can you know what I'm saying be out there and be a viable player for the Chicago Bulls? And he's shown me that two straight games that he has. Um, the the rebound that he had uh, was just ferocious. Like I didn't. It was one of those rebounds where I didn't realize who he was when he grabbed it. And I was like, like one handed, like yeah, Dennis Rodman, Ben Wallace type. Yeah, of and I was like, who the hell is that? Like for I was like, who was that? Like I was confused. Like we have that on the team. Oh, it's Patrick Williams. Oh, and he can go coast to coast. And what was great about that coast to coast was when he got it. He immediately just threw that little guard off of him that was trying to come in and reach for him. I think it was Keldon Johnson who was trying to get that ball. And just immediately, like, no, you're tiny. Get away from me. Yeah. Comes Keldon in. Keldon Johnson's a big dude. Right. He but, made him look small. But Pat is is bigger. And he just made him, like you said, look small. Hit him with the Euro step with the and one. And we're so not used to seeing him get an and one. Matt and I was just very confused as to why play had stopped. We were like, wait, what? Why? Wait, a good thing happened? Something good? This is amazing. So I, I love what I saw from, from Patrick Williams. He hit that three-pointer, uh, looked confident in that shot. That was a huge three, too, at that point in the game. And I wish it would have went on for a victory for him. But I thought he earned some time in the fourth quarter to be out there. Uh, Billy didn't see it that way. Um, it's, I want to find fault with it, but it's just I know what I've seen, you've seen from Patrick, you know what I'm saying, in these early games. So I probably guess I have an idea as to why Billy didn't want to trust it. That's in that way, but yeah, I thought he earned some time out there. But overall, I was pleased with Patrick Williams. Much better Patrick game for me, and probably his best of the year. Which, let's be fair, the bar is pretty low. Like I said, yeah, um, different scale, man. Yeah, the, the pulse scale. Yeah, pulse I like scale. That. <laughs> um, I mean, you look at his box score, and it's like nothing impressive. Ten points, four of seven shooting, two rebounds. The three steals are nice, um, and, and the steals. rebound that you yeah. noted was like a highlight reel rebound, which he does from time to time. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely looked like he made plays. And I think that's that's the pulse scale talking of, like, yes. you remember that he played tonight. And it was 20 minutes and it was 10 points. But, like, he he made some things happen. He was in a lot of screening action. You can see, like, he's got it in his head somewhere that, like, I know if I set some screens, that's the kind of impact that I can have of just, like, clearing guys out, getting people open, and then, like, diving to the basket and sealing somebody. Mm -hmm. Like we saw during that preseason game against the Bucks. It's like in his head that that's what he needs to do. And you can see he's like very intentionally getting the gears going so that mm -hmm. he can go do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Patrick was fine. I, I think for me, closing out, like Javante 
is a better player right now. And mm-hmm. I think Billy knows that. Right. He, he was not like his absolute best Javante, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's still, I think, better than Patrick. And um, yeah, I mean, he, he played well defensively. Derek Jones gave you some good minutes. The power forward rotation is just kind of, you know, whoever's got it in that moment. And mm-hmm. I just don't think Patrick has earned the trust um, or played well enough to really warrant being out there in closing moments. Mm. I wouldn't have been pissed at it if he had been out there because he did have a much better game, mm. but uh, it certainly doesn't offend me that he was on the bench. Uh, Dave, I see your guy C-Dub in the comments saying that Javante can only be effective for a certain amount of minutes, mm-hmm. then it's diminishing returns. You needed points at the end of the game. P-Dub needed to be in because P-Dub has been synonymous with points. <laughs> See, uh, you, you know, I love you, buddy, but, like, come on. Like, he, yes, he I know he scored 10 points tonight. He tied his season high with 10 And technically, points. Javante had fewer points with six, but there are, I, you know, rattle off. I could use all 10, 10 of my fingers and then some to give you why Javante's in that game late as opposed to Pat. He's shown it. Like, yeah. And, yes, Pat showed us some stuff tonight, but... Maybe Javante gets you a key steal. Maybe Javante gets you a key rebound. Maybe Javante comes flying through the lane for a thunderous dunk or crashes the offensive glass or is gives you one of the many examples of five Javantes being out there and good things happening for the Bulls. We covered in the first segment that trying to generate offense through Javante, not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. And it's one of the reasons why the Bulls lost this game because you had Javante taking shots and making drives late in the game that he should not be taking Correct. or making. Correct. But I think that's what he's saying, like having Patrick in there to do those kind of things because you needed a three or you needed somebody that can create their own shot. And Patrick was doing that tonight. Uh, But again, like I said, I understood why Billy probably didn't have him in because he had a body of work in previous games to show him, like, maybe I can't trust you uh, to do this out here this evening. Um, But, yeah, but I think as it goes on and Pat Williams keeps showing this to us, then Billy will begin to trust him more because – Look, he played more than he has in the previous game and more than he more than he did that game in the previous games. So he's earning back the trust. What do you have, 20 minutes tonight? Yep. Okay, he's earning back the trust of, of Billy because a lot of that trust was broken. Um, right. And he's he's got to earn it back. He was down to like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like 10 real minutes. Like, bro, he was in at garbage time. Yeah. Like, he, was, he was bringing him in at garbage time. That's wild. So he was earning – he's got to earn back that trust. And this was a, this was a step for it. Um. And I think that's a good step, honestly, because you're like, wow, Patrick Williams should have been in the game. We Nobody was saying that in previous games, that Patrick Williams should have been in the game in the fourth quarter. That, that wasn't even a thought. So the fact that we can say that now and have some kind of validity to it, it for me, is growth for uh, Patrick Williams, man. But it's just got to continue on. Keep wiggling, wiggling them toes, baby. Keep wiggling them toes. That's three toes, man. That's three of them. Three wiggling, man. You got two more to go. You got a whole foot. You got a still going. Gonna be awesome, man. Keep going, Pat. Keep going. I'm with you. Uh, I mean, it's fair to you know that you know uh, kick out when Demar passes Javante for a three. Javante misses it. If if that's Pat, does he take that shot confidently? Like, I, yeah, like I said, you have a body of work as yeah. to why you can say why he wasn't in there. Yeah. There's a body of work yeah. to say it. So it's hard for me to just you know be like, well, yeah, of course he should have been in the game. Uh, there's a body of work there. Yeah. We don't know if. That, that could have broken him at that point in time either. We don't know. Oh, I just keep playing, replaying that fourth quarter series of offensive possessions in my head, and it's yeah. like torture. Yeah, it couldn't stop him, myself. man. It couldn't stop him, man. God it couldn't damn. stop him. Uh, all right. Uh, we we do want to have at least some positivity on tonight's show. So yeah. 
Well, in our in our final segment before we get out of here, let's let's talk about the history that Demar made tonight. Uh, so we'll do that coming up next, and we'll also get to as many more of your comments as we can. Keep those coming in the comment section on YouTube, uh, and uh, hit a thumbs up button. Hit while it. We're here hanging out. And that one. Reading a couple of ads. Man, that's a huge though. <laughs> that's awesome. Palma basketball. Man, that's, that's impressive. That is impressive. Dave, if uh, if people want to stay warm, if they come hang out with us for our uh, our our Bears Dolphins tailgate next Sunday, uh-huh. where might they find some uh, delightful Chicago sports themed layers that are warm and cozy? I'll take you even one further than that, Matt. If you want to be stylish and warm and all that cool stuff, want to be all those things. <laughs> November sixth, well, there's only one place to go, and that is Foco, a Foco show, because you already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's us, by the way. So get fitted. In the best sports gear around, and that's from FOCO, because they got you covered from Soldier Field to the United Center, baby. All north side, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar. I got to see what he had on tonight, by the way. And you could do that with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. Again, that's FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Because if you don't have a football fan in your life, I question what's going on with you. Foco's got you covered. It means you don't have any friends. Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So check out Foco.com or click that link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% off. All your items, because it's Foco. Foco. Sure. No, I won't go into you, Jerry. Don't worry. I want to buy my shirt. I see Joey has found the Family Guy folder in the giant audio library I sent him last week. Look at the joy. I think like 98% of the ones I've downloaded so far. Look at the joy on his face when he did that. That is a a great cutaway, though. It's like something about Stewie going. He's at Woodstock. He's at Woodstock, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And his eyes are just insanely dilated. (laughs) I'll trade you my shirt for a grilled cheese. Oh, been there, Stewie. Been there. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you guys by DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball's back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's it. And our official sports betting partner <laughs> uh, here at CHGO. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins that Moneyline bet. $5. Fief. Turns into 200 Hundo. Shoot AZ. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. Yeah. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, place a Stepped Up Same Game Parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Took DeMar over on points tonight. The man delivered. Boom. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app right now using promo code CHGO. Make any $5 bet on a money line for an NBA game and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Once again, that's promo code CHGO. Oh, Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Speaking of which, Mm -hmm. king of the game. (laughs) DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game. That was so perfect, Dave. That was nice. (laughs) We thought about giving it to DeMar because 20,000, and he did score 33 tonight. Yes. But you cannot play a game that hard. Yeah. If you are Andre Drummond and not walk away with some jewelry, yeah. 
Andre Drummond is your DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. 17 on 8 of 12, 14 boards, even past two assists tonight off the bench. Also may have like r- torn a rotator cuff somewhere in that there. That looks so painful. It, when so he landed yeah. awkwardly like with his arm out, Seriously. I was like, oh, geez, you're, he's, he's toast. Yeah. Took yeah. him a while to get back up and shake that off. Yeah. Missed both free throws afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you thought, oh, crap, he might be done. At that point, Io was still in the locker room getting yeah. evaluated for yeah. a concussion. Glad he's okay. Our worlds were crumbling. Yes. <laughs> but Drummond, after those missed free throws, just shook it off and then continued to just grab insane big man rebound after yeah. big man rebound and get more buckets. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, Drummond. What a game. Yeah, and that's why I was upset at that injury because, again, it messed up his free throw percentage, which was doing so, so well. But you, you just knew he was going to miss both. I said it to Matt. I was like, Matt, he's about to miss both of these. But he was going to be my goon of the night if the Bulls won that. He was definitely going to be the goon of the night. He was absolutely awesome. You you saw the the side of drumming that everybody uh, uh, kind of respects and reveres. You know what I mean? That guy that can get you the 20 to 20. Yes, you saw Harvey Dent. Absolutely right. You saw some Harvey Dent Harvey tonight. Dent. You didn't see the chaos of Two-Face. You saw some Harvey Dent. The guy cleaning up the streets. The justice was right. And, man, dude, he was – it was great. Like, if everything was also well thought out. You know, the IQ was just, just flying off the court, man. It was really good to see. Like, he was just making key plays. And those rebounds, that one rebound, Matt, where he tipped it over the rim to the other side to himself and got it and put it back in. Just special That's stuff. just like when you are – in high school and you're playing against a bunch of like elementary school kids mm-hmm. and you're just like throwing the ball off the glass to pad your rebound numbers. Is this what you did, Will? Is that what you're saying? Could or could not could be. I'm not going <laughs> to confirm or deny that. But uh, yeah, I mean, Drummond, it wasn't just like the, the offensive rebound tip-ins or like the rim rolling lobs and stuff. Like he kind of bailed the bulls out on some possessions there yeah, yeah. in the fourth quarter where, yeah. you know, he was making some really nice touch finishes around the rim. He had like uh a triple pivot like hook shot thing off the glass like he was just doing some weird stuff yeah. and like Vooch did not play well so thankfully right Drummond did before we uh go to DeMar though I, I want to just shout out Kobe and we mentioned him at yes the top. please Kobe please. Kobe really broke out today in please. a big way yes. and uh you know we we all as a group and I think Bulls Nation in general is pretty hard on on Kobe we what saw tonight hard, what he looks like when he's playing at his best Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think, like, it's a similar situation to Pat where, yes, Kobe is a much better and more confident shooter, but, like, I don't think he's really built to just stand in the corner and shoot threes. And so no. when he can run up and down playing alongside Dragic, he can get into the lane, finish around the rim. Uh, I thought he did a really nice job, like, snaking some pick and rolls and getting into the, the paint. And he got to jumpers. the rim really well tonight. Yeah. He just he had a great all-around game. He also and like if, if he makes a couple of those layups that rimmed out, we're talking about Kobe having like a 23-25 point night yeah. off the bench. He also defensively played really well, I thought. Yes. Um Say it was a, a play where he had a cutter in the baseline. Uh so, somebody was going to come off of a screen and said they cut baseline. Kobe stayed with him. Uh he got over a bunch of screens. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought he, he was his best game I've seen in in a really long time. First, all around. Everything you said is everything I said he could do when we were breaking down that film. You know, one of the keys of it was him getting inside and being that guy who could penetrate the lane and use his size to go up and score. The the control of which he did that with tonight is what excited me more. 
because you saw him like do this, like about to go and say, why don't I do it to the left and go this way and do it like that? And it's like, yes, that's yeah. the right thing. Yes, that's it's, the right move. Yeah, it's Kobe, the change yes. of pace. We know yes. he's a really fast player up and downhill, but like to be able to slow some of that down, change direction a little yes. bit more. Um, like we saw in transition, he had, he was just like bombing down the, the middle lane and mm-hmm. then decelerate, hit the Euro step and fin- and then finish. Like these are moves that really help him just develop when he's not all, he's not going at one speed. Right, I, I feel right. like the game might be slowing down for him a little bit more. His shooting has been like really bad on this, on the season, but like, I do think some of that's going to bounce back. And like, if he can put some of that together with what we saw tonight, I think he's in a much better position to, to just develop on the fly. Absolutely. And, and you know, obviously his minutes are up tonight because no Zach tonight, assuming that Zach plays back home tomorrow night against the Sixers, you know, that, that's the thing that we've always asked of Kobe when you've said, Will, sometimes we're hard on him, is consistency. And if he gets 30 minutes, whether it's starting or off the bench, 30 minutes mm-hmm. to get into a groove and do what we saw him do tonight, then Kobe can be Kobe. But I think to the game against Indy, he, I believe I, uh, he played 12 minutes. The game against Boston, he played nine. Like, Maybe he doesn't play 31 if Zach plays tonight, but maybe he plays closer to 20 mm. than 9 or 10. Mm. I am curious what we see as far as his minutes tomorrow night, yeah. assuming Zach is back, because it's been hard. Kobe's role has changed every day, every week, every month since the Bulls drafted him. There's been a lot of flux within the organization, coach changes, teammate changes, and to Kobe's credit, he's rolled with all of it. Um Never asking more, you know, never uh, complaining about anything. Right. He's had a tough go of it. He's, he's been dealt a, a pretty tough hand with, with the context around him in his early career. But you see 31 minutes of that Kobe tonight, and then you think, what are we going to see tomorrow night? He could be and if Zach guy. is playing, where do Kobe's minutes go? And yeah. I said this when we did the Prove It. If he, if he plays like – slightly below average defense, he's going to be out there mm-hmm. because the Bulls have nobody else that can shoot the ball. Yes. And and we saw what he can do when he's just like, I mean, he helps the team get out in transition. He's really good at that. Yes. Uh, I thought he fit well next to Dragic. Um, if you can just swing him the ball, you know, when Zach or DeMar have it, he's going to give you the best chance of hitting a spot up three. It's true. So if he can just be like within the range of average defensively he will get minutes he will force his way onto the court because he is such a good offensive threat and like i've complained about for months now the bulls just have no shooting yeah and you need to be able to shoot threes in this league it's important it's really unfortunate how frequently we are reminded of that fact that the bulls uh don't have any uh what's the uh shooting it's really (laughs) really really tough it's a thing i mean nine threes to 16 for the spurs tonight it's rough that's a victory um but and on a high note, let's let's Demar Derozan. Hey, Joey, do we have that uh, clip of? And we were kind of like not like actually making you know taking bets and making wagers, but we were all kind of talking with each other, Dave, you, me, and Joey about where was the twenty thousand twenty thousandth point coming from? Free throw line, twenty thousandth three ball, yeah, crossover at the rim, yeah. And most of us, I think, all agreed like, oh, it's gonna be a pull up mid range, yeah. Like it has to be. But props to Joey because Joey called ex- exactly how it was going to be. It's true. He, he called exactly how I was going. I went with the pump fakes. I thought I was going to hit the pump fake and then hit the mid-range on that one. Joey said, nope, top of the key, straight up, yeah. shot, cash. 
across to the left. So there, there you see him number. and, and uh, <laughs> Pop having a nice moment after the fact. That was cool. Joey, I also sent you the uh, clip of the shot itself. Here we go. Oh, ads. Oh. Ads. Oh. Damn you, um, ads. And, of course, there in true classy pop fashion, called a timeout afterwards. Of course you know? he did. It's, it's, it's nice. Let's here's, watch it again. Here's the play. Yeah. And you're right, Dave. Joey totally called it. You so did, man. Like every little nook and cranny of it. Congratulations. Puts him over 20,000 points. To do it. Dribble. Oh. Oh. To left. Oh. 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 Left. Oh. That is just. I mean. The 50th money. player in NBA history to reach 20,000 points. Great call from my guy Adam Levine, too. Very much so. Giving, giving the moment the gusto that it deserves. Yeah. That was um, awesome. Man. What an awesome feat, man. Honestly. And his old assistant coach, Becky Hammond, was yes, also in the was. building tonight. Absolutely in um, the house. Really cool moment for DeMar and for him to be able to share it with his old friends in San Antonio. Um, I mean, you see, you lot. see amount, the amount of work that goes into being a player of that caliber. Yeah. And, like, DeMar is one of the most humble stars of that caliber in the NBA. Uh, you know, some of his quotes after the Wednesday game talking about this moment coming up. Tonight, he's like just talking about his Compton roots and being like, "Hey man, I just I just wanted to be good enough to get out of Compton and to make something of myself, and yeah. never would have thought that I would have taken it this far. Yeah, to be you know one of this very short list of people to score twenty thousand points. Yeah, in an NBA jersey. And Crazy. I see I see people also giving props to Pop for for calling that timeout uh, to let him have that moment and to celebrate it as well. It's absolutely true. Because uh, talk, we talked about it in pregame, how, how I called it you know, going to uh, graduate school uh, with Pop. Uh, also, you just remember what DeMar was dealing with with his father at that point in time. Because yeah. his father, uh, you know, dealing with those health complications who he, he passed on during right. that time as well. And Pop would let but him Pop, leave the team. Correct. Go see his dad. Correct. And come back. Correct. He yeah. would let him do all those things that you normally would not let another athlete do during the season. He would let him do those things, man. He was like, and told him, whatever you need, have you need it, I got you. Those kind of things endear yourself to, to another uh, kind of coach like that, man. So that relationship and the love they have for each other right there is for real, man. And props to Pop for that. So now on to 25,000. Why not? Start it off, Let's baby. See, uh, uh, what, February? You yeah. should have 25,000 by February. So. Yeah, he's going to have that many attempts. Might as well get them buckets. Let's get them buckets on there, man. Got to shake this one off. It sucked. It's tough, but it's over now. Can't That's, do nothing about it. I mean, it. great thing about the NBA, games keep coming. Got Bulls another one tomorrow, man. Philly tomorrow. And Oof. so before we get out of here real quick, let's look ahead to that. Rested Embiid tonight with a sore knee. Doesn't sound like anything serious. Yeah. Doc said pregame before their game tonight. Yeah, it's just sore. Yeah. Not an injury, it's just sore. Uh, without Embiid on the floor, you think, okay, might be a monster Harden night. Nope. Harden took nine shots, scored 11 points. Mm. Only dished four dimes. Wow. Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese. I was talking recently about how he's been getting marginalized a little bit. Yeah. Especially when he's on the floor with Harden. 15 of 20. <sighs> nine of 12 from deep. 44 points. Mm. Yikes. They got, they got to figure out a way to unlock him, man. Gross. Like, seriously. Like, you can't have a guy on your team that can do that. Hey, Bulls, maybe <laughs> guard Maxi behind the three-point line tomorrow. And, and then, like... <laughs> just an idea. Just because Embiid is going, like, like no. You, you have to maximize that. We know how good he is. We saw it last year, how good he is, man. And I had high hopes for him uh, coming into this year. 
Um, so yeah, you, you got to find a way to to get Tyrese Maxey going. Hopefully not tomorrow. No, but after that, no, game, no, no. Find that way to get him going after that. No, man. no, Honestly, no. Like the thing that holds him back is just like the Sixers ecosystem. They just are slow. Yeah. They just walk the ball up. They run pick and rolls with Embiid and Harden, and it's like because their best player is right. Because yeah, those are two best players. But mm-hmm. like, where does that? I mean, Maxey's run up and down like yeah, shooting threes like slowest just, pace in the league, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he, he he's just not really able to be his his most like his best self, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's what you saw tonight without Embiid. So yeah, I love players like that. I'm very excited to see him tomorrow night, and uh, hopefully the Bulls will decide to play some three point defense. Yes, and uh, you know we, we know how their starting five rounds out um, with uh, you know Tucker in there. Melton started tonight. Um, you know, they made that bold move to get DeAnthony Melton in that trade. Uh, I, I saw some people in the comments earlier tonight talking about how their bench is weak and the Bulls bench is going to work Philly's bench. You know, their, their bench tonight, just looking at it now, pretty quiet. I think they combined for 20 points as far as, like, real bench minutes. Mm-hmm. Doc goes nine deep sometimes. He goes 10 deep tonight. Nyang played 20 minutes. Dybul 22. Uh, Trez Harrell, 17. Daniel House Jr. played 11. And Shake Milton, 9. Mm. That's, that's that's not a very intimidating bench. No. It's not. And Eibel's been completely out of their rotation. Yeah, right. He has, Which man. is crazy because, like, a year ago, people were talking about Thibel being, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Well, he's Seriously. a complete zero on offense. That's kind of when you, it's like the same. It's like the inverse of Kobe. Like, if you're so bad at something, right. it's just hard to justify you being out there. Mm. Right. Well, that is uh, that is the Bulls' assignment tomorrow night. Hopefully, the Bulls can uh, get home, get some rest, and then uh, shake shake off that tough loss tonight and get ready shake for the pictures. Forget it. Have not beaten Philadelphia in the Joel Embiid era. Let's let's change that tomorrow, shall we? That would be fun. Is that let's bad? Change. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I know you're a young and Joey, is that but bad? Um, you have been alive for the whole Joel Embiid era. Did you get right? the movie yeah. reference up? Yeah. <laughs> What? Did you get the movie reference? What did you say? Is, is that, that bad? bad? Is that bad? Is that bad? You just took one in the jugular. <laughs> old school? Is that bad? Old school? Is that bad? You have freaking, oh, yeah. That's yeah. freaking dart in your neck. That's crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? It's going nice, to be a nice little Saturday. <laughs> I hope all of you out there in Bulls Nation have a nice little Saturday <laughs> tomorrow. Maybe go to Bed Bath & Beyond, Home Depot. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll have enough time. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Tip oh, off you, at 7 p.m. Chicago time. That means pregame. We'll be here 6.30. Until then, you can follow us on at the UC. Twitter, Bulls underscore Peck, Bow BNWL wow. Sports, Will underscore Gottlieb, at Joey Spathis is our great producer. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Back at the UC tomorrow, Will. Sir. Flexing. Go work hard. Say what's up to our security guard friend. What up? And, uh, and IO's folks. Find out his name. There. Find out his name. Find out his name. Yes. And, uh, yeah. He's got to find out your name, too, though. He knows. <laughs> He's the go. <laughs> he only knew Matt and Dave. He's the go. No, he, I was kidding about that. <laughs> He's watching. Of course he knows the quaffed. All right, y'all. Uh, it's Halloween weekend. Whatever you're doing, have fun. Be safe. Be safe. And we will talk to you all tomorrow night, 630 right. Chicago time. We will see you here for pregame. For Joey, Will, and Big Dave, I'm Peck. Love you, Bulls Nation. See you right. Be good. Mm.